everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Cocktail Hour. I'm your host, Tahee LaRocco, a.k.a. Don Carrion, a.k.a. The Doctor, a.k.a. Logan, a.k.a. Fish, a.k.a. a whole bunch of other names that I've had over the years. With me is my guest co-host for the day, Mr. J. How's it going, Jay? A.k.a. The Voice in His Head. <sighs> you got your drink? This is the Cocktail Hour. But of course. All right, so... Here's the deal, people, unlike my normal show. On this show, we will be talking about relatively recent movies. Not necessarily in the same month, but pretty much within the same year or two. Unlike my other stuff on Cinemastrophe, you can find that at Cinemastrophe on YouTube. Just type in Cinemastrophe and Don Periano pop up, where I review mostly old movies, obscure stuff, video games, and whatever the hell I feel like going through at the time. Before we get into that, by the time this is recorded, I will be at the Smooth County Farm Museum, which is located on 7350 Little Net Parkway, Floral Park, New York. So if you're in the tri-state area, stop on by. We have the corn maze going on. We have the moonlight maze, which takes place in the evening, which is saying it's corn maze. We have um, the fall escape. I have no idea what that is, but I'll find out when I go back. We also have the pumpkin patch open. I think that's all we have. And my good friend, Ruben, at East Coast Street Tacos. He'll be there. Tell him Ty sent you and he'll hook you up. Those are some good-ass tacos. All right. So, today's subject is... Math. And English. <laughs> no. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about Mulan. I'm sure you all know because it's in the description. Now, I know oh, you didn't see the movie Mulan, but you do remember how the old Mulan, right? Yeah, I remember the old one. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about the new one. Problems I have, things I like, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, if you agree or not. So, well, no here technically, those are opinions, and opinions aren't right or wrong. And, uh, well, yeah, opinions. I'll, play, some I'll opinions, play along. Some opinions can be right or wrong. <laughs> some people can have the opinion that it's okay to kill someone because of their race. That's wrong, my friend. That's, a ju- that's an actual judgment call, a little different, but sure, carry on. Alright, so, Mulan, this new one, supposed to be live action, supposed to be more serious, and well, let's just get right into it. Opening scene, I wrote down here, opening scene, I already had a problem. One minute and 14 in, we see Mulan, first of all, they start with a narration, by the way. Everyone knows I hate fucking narrations, but I, I you know, I was letting it slide. Whatever. Whatever. You you kind of wanted to be serious. I, I'm not sure, no. but do you remember if they had a narration in the first, in the original Mulan movie? Um, not that I recall. I didn't remember that Grant, either. Granted, it, granted, it's been a while, but no. But instead, would you like a Star Wars-style title crawl to put you up on all the things since... I would like the movie to one... just start. <laughs> just start the movie. Because it's not like... It wasn't like they were sitting there telling something that you couldn't show. It wasn't like, oh, we're talking about the past that you, you can't see. They were just... He was just talking. <laughs> he was just talking. So, and... It wasn't interesting at all. I just kind of just blanked out. Which reminds me, I need to look up, I need to get these, get this. Because I don't remember these actors' names. Let me 
pull up this real quick, IMDb. Mulan. Because I know, I, like, oops, some of the actors I know, like, like, uh, what the hell was her name? The one you don't know. Uh, Agent May. Agent May was in there. She had a brief cameo. I, I, I can't remember her, her, actress, her uh, actress name, but I know her as Agent May. She was in um, Joy Luck Club. So yeah, she was in it. She had like a, she had like literally, literally, I would say, fifteen seconds of screen time. <laughs> fifteen seconds, maybe the twenty, cameo. but definitely the no cameo. more than twenty. Yeah, it was just a cameo, and what made it bad was her face is painted, so you don't recognize the structure of her face. You ain't gonna know who that is. All right. Okay, so I got I got the names lifted up. Oh God. Okay. Um. <laughs> Whew. Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the cast, and I didn't recognize any of these people. And I know these people. Did you know Jet Li was in this movie? What? You owe me money. He played the emperor. Did you know Jason Scott Lee was in this movie? Nope. He was the main villain. <laughs> so, all right, I give them that. That was good. That was good makeup job because I didn't recognize either one of them. The one, the woman who plays Mulan, I do not know her name. I cannot pronounce this name. So, I'm just gonna refer to Call her as Mulan. Mulan. Yep, I'm just gonna refer to her as Mulan. I can't remember, and I'm looking for. I was actually looking for um um the father. Because I recognize him, but I don't know his name. I don't know his name, but I recognize him. And I don't remember what the father's name was in the movie. But anyway, he was the one who was doing the narration. It was the father doing the narration. I wish I could remember his name. He's a very famous actor. You would know if you see him. So he's doing the narration, and I just kind of zoned out. Because he was just talking. Like, it wasn't interesting. It wasn't informative. It was just, just talking to be talking. But a minute and 14 seconds in... You see Mulan as a child practicing martial arts. Um, no, I'm sorry, not practicing martial arts, practicing sword fighting. Let me be correct. He was pra she's practicing sword fighting. And I immediately sat there, I saw that, and the first thing I thought was like, they ruined one of the, the, the major moral of the entire Mulan story. Because Mulan was ahead of his time. The, mo the whole premise that guided Mulan's story along was... Role breaking. Uh -huh. You know, they, she's in a time where women have a certain role that they're expected to be in, and that's that. And the men have a certain role that they're expected to be that. And she didn't want to be in that role. She wanted to live her life the way she wanted to, marry who she wanted, actually fall in love. <coughs> she didn't necessarily want to the fight, but she did not want the role that was assigned to her. Well, <laughs> well wanting to fight was... No, that was in, her fighting was in defense of her father. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She didn't want to fight. Yeah. But yeah. because of her circumstances, she was put in this position where she had to take off a role, pretending to be something she's not, in the, in, in the process, finding who she was, and breaking the role assignment that society had assigned to her. It's paving the way for other people to do the same thing. And you didn't get that in animation back then. You got that in a couple of comic books. 
I actually got that mostly in comic books. So, but people didn't. A lot of people didn't read comic books back then. And you got that even. maybe an occasional television show here and there. But even then, they still had the women in an assigned role. Like you really didn't have like the badass woman who was like the dude running around beating everybody's ass. No, they had a, a specific assigned role. Yeah, they could fight, but at the same time, they made sure that they weren't as strong as the men or weren't as high up on, in, in society as the men. But this, in this case, it was this was completely different. Well, I mean, technically, she couldn't go toe to toe with her fellow soldiers. Oh, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get to that. Trust me, we'll nope. get to that. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, well, 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 well. I'm sorry, yeah, because because I'm going from from the animate from the animated side, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not I'm saying like, you're they, wrong, but we'll get to that because that plays yep. that plays a pivotal part towards the okay. End. So we'll get to that, right? So, and just in case anyone out here cannot see the neon sign, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> so. Soon as I saw her practice in sword fight, and I was like, "Well, you just tossed that out the window because there's nothing yep. to drive it anymore." She's or her father's already teaching her. And then you see Mulan; she's running around still as a kid, chasing chicken, jumping off of buildings, breaking stuff. Hardcore parkour. Yeah, you know, doing all that stuff. And there's another talk for about sixteen, another six minutes of talking, which was complete waste. Added nothing. And then her father gets mad. Oh, no, before the six minutes of talking. She's breaking stuff. And, and then, wait, wasn't it? Wasn't there six minutes of talking? No, it was after the six minutes. There was six minutes of talking. That was complete bullcrap, right? Waste of time completely. Mind you, her father was the one who taught her all this stuff. So... We cut to some witch in the wood, in the in the desert, taking over some guy's body. All right. Censored. Now, this witch serves absolutely no purpose. The only reason she's there is to have a female on each side, and the witch has the same problem as Mulan. Only difference is the witch was cast as an outcast. Because she wouldn't fit in the role they wanted, so they exiled her. That's the only difference between her and Mulan. The only reason they made her a witch was to give her something to do. So she wouldn't be another Mulan. That was the only reason why they made her a witch. Oh, no no double ganger story. And on top of that, this is supposed to be realistic. And yet you have a witch Uh, doing magic in it. Well... Realistic is very much stretching it as that it's supposed they, to be. That's how they want. They wanted it to be a more realistic, serious they, movie. They, well, also, but also more tied into the actual myth. Nope, nope. They said they were looking for a real. They was going for a realistic, live action, serious movie. Well, I mean, in, well, and compared to talking dragons and. And, and and crickets and what have you. I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry, but realistic live action to me is Last Samurai. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Dances with uh-huh. Wolves. 
You know, <laughs> you tell the story yeah. in a way where it's based in reality, without magic, and you can have folklore, but you can't have magic and all that stuff. Dragons and cricket was in the movie. They got cricket in the movie. The lucky cricket was in the movie. They just made him a character. There's a character in there named Cricket. And he says, he says, my mother named me that because I'm lucky. I quit. <laughs> well, they had to get the lucky Cricket in there somewhere. What was the dragon's name? Mushu. Let me see. Was Mushu in the movie? I'm going through the... Let me go through IMDb. Because he might have been in the movie as a, as a real person, and I just missed it. Um... Nope, nope, Mushu wasn't in there, and thank God he wasn't in there, because, don't get me wrong, I love Eddie Murphy, but that dragon was annoying. <laughs> that dragon was annoying and served absolutely no purpose. I think he gave, I think that dragon made me laugh one time when I was watching that movie, and I was kidding. You know what? You know what? Dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow, <laughs> dishonor on your family. Don't you, ever, don't you ever disrespect the powerful, the pleasurable indestructible Mushu Dragon annoying, in your life. Annoying Mushu Dragon. He was Jar Jar before there was Jar Jar. He made me laugh one time yeah. when I watched the, the original Mulan movie. One time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but then again, the majority of the time, you have it out for if, if, any, if anyone dares to do the sin of making a sidekick also a comedy re no, comic relief no, character. No, because it, Eddie Murphy was fucking hilarious as Donkey. No, it was just it was just Mushu. The lines they wrote for him weren't funny, except for one, and that was when I don't even know how this happened. That was when the uh when the fireworks went off and he pointed to the cricket. That had me dying laughing. <laughs> Cause I'm sitting there thinking how first of all how the hell did that happen? Second of all, he just instantly pointed to the cricket like he did it. <laughs> that was funny. But all the other lines is just like so poorly written, so unfunny. It was just like, ugh. So I was glad they cut him out. Instead, they gave him a phoenix, which uh, gave, I'm sorry, gave him a phoenix, gave her a phoenix, which I didn't well, mind. Well, that's a real twist. I didn't <laughs> mind because it wasn't like she was the only one who could see the phoenix. So it was like her spirit animal. Yeah. So that one, I did, that was that was a huge, huge improvement over Mushu. And why the hell did they name him Mushu anyway? Every time I hear Mushu, I think of Mushu Chicken. So back to the wish. The wish takes over this body in the desert, and then, and then the haunts. I'm sorry, the Rukins. Oh. Did I miss something? Is Huns suddenly a non-PC word? That's news to me if it is. I don't understand why they changed it from the Huns to the Rukins. I don't even know what a Rukin is. I don't know if that they actually existed. I don't know if they made it up. And I will be an adult, and I will and I'll not say the Street Fighter joke. So yeah, I don't I I don't know. I don't see a reason to change it from the Huns to the Rukins. Does it make it sound get, any better? Nope. To get the Street Fighter Five crowd near. But. I was very confused by that. So, there's no longer Huns. They're Rukin. So they attack a village. And here's another problem. Put a fucking time stamp on your goddamn movie. We see Mulan as a child. And then all of a sudden, this witch and the Rukins are attacking a village. 
how am I supposed to know this is later in, in the future? Or that was in the past and this is in the present? Either way you want to look at it. If you don't put a timestamp on it, you just jump to that. Because Milan is Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, put a timestamp on your movie. You can say, well, if she's seven, you can say five years later or, or seven years later. Something. Put something on it and let somebody know. that Because I guess they're going under the assumption that anybody, everybody who sees this movie already saw the original. But if you were born in 1997... Some of those people born in 1997 and later never saw Mulan. They do exist. And they probably saw that poster. It was like, wow, this looks really cool. I'm going to go check it out. So, And then seeing that, they're going to be hella confused. <laughs> hella confused. They're thinking it's taking place when she's a kid. And all of a sudden you see her as an adult. And everybody's living happy and moving around. And then they go, oh yeah, these guys attacked. Wait, then, then you got to figure out, wait, how, how much time has passed? When did they attack? And it takes you out of the movie. Put a fucking timestamp on your movie. Put a fucking time here. Say present day. Just put present. Just put present. <laughs> then someone knows, okay, that took place in the past. We jump into the present. Then when you see Mulan as a doe, you don't, you're not confused. Anyway. So we see Mulan as an adult. Of course, oh yeah, then we do the spew with the Emperor. He gets the armies together. Blah, blah, blah. Get each man, keep one man from each family. You know, same as the old one. Yay! So we cut back to Mulan. She's an adult now. And she's going to meet the matchmaker. Yeah, okay, I had to think about it for a minute. Yeah, she's going to meet the matchmaker. I had to think for a minute because I had to remember there was another conversation with her as an adult. Okay, so she goes to meet the matchmaker. And, and, um, she's getting ready and they're playing, what were they playing? Um, what was the song in the matchmaker, during, in the original during the matchmaker? What was that song? <clears throat> that you bring honor to us all. Right, right. They was bringing, they was playing, they were playing bring honor to us all. How do you think I felt about that? What do you think <laughs> my opinion of them playing? Honor to us all while we're watching Mulan get dressed to meet the matchmaker. Well, that depends on the that, that depends on how it's filmed. Is it still well, the just, just, just what do you it, think my opinion of it was? Just watching it. Well, I don't know. You have to take in the whole. You gotta take in the whole scene because okay. you already seen like if because if you're coming from the perspective of knowledge of the other movie how kind of that movie was like a cluster and everyone was getting her ready and it was literally like the world was moving around her they did like they did they did do it like that they did do it like that now the question is does it fit with the theme with with the with the themes of the movie because that's the other thing or is that one of those nostalgia jabs that, of course, is going to hit the mark and probably infuriate people? Well, take a guess. Just take a guess. It's a nostalgia jab that missed and infuriated you. You would be incorrect. I actually like this. And it was because of the way they did it. Oh, my God. Just like I said, stop leading me with these terrible half-baked they, questions. They did it. They did the entire thing that they did in the movie, uh, the original Mulan, 
but they did it a lot shorter. And it was subtly playing in the background. So you hear it. There was no words. It was just instrumental. And it was subtly playing in the background. So you hear it. And if you saw the original Moana, remember that you would recognize, like, oh, yeah. And you're looking at it. It's like, it fit very nicely. And I was like, you know what? And it wasn't, it was a, I'm trying to think of a word because good is not good enough. It was excellent isn't good enough. Outstanding. It was an outstanding way to put your musical into a non-musical movie. I give them props for that. That's kudos. Because it was really, really well done. I enjoyed that entire scene. And it wasn't really, really long either. It was it was short. It was short. You have to hear enough of the music to recognize it. It went with the flow. It was nice. It was nice. I liked that one. That part I liked. Because it would have been really stupid if they were sitting there talking about how they wanted to be a live action serious movie and they threw musicals in there. But they managed to throw the musicals in there without it being a musical. And that was... That's rarely done, and it was done well, to perfection. So they get props for me for that. So, of course, she messes up the matchmaker. And this one was better. And this was also better than the other one, because in this one, her sister's afraid of, fi- of, of spiders. So, and her... That was, did Mulan have a sister in the original? I don't remember. Mm, no. No, so they gave her a sister. So they both went to the matchmaker. Ah, that's your Mushu. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That probably was. She probably nah. was the Mushu Moving replacement. on. She probably was the Mushu replacement. And you know what? She wasn't annoying either. But she's afraid of spiders. You know, a lot of people are afraid of spiders. So they're at the, the matchmaker. They're doing the whole tea thing. The spider gets on the table. Knowing her sister's afraid of spiders, Mulan takes the teacup, puts it on top of the spider. Of course, the matchmaker gets upset. It's like, that goes in the middle of the table, blah, blah, blah. She moves it. Spider jumps on a lady's face and causes a big mess. And then, oh, dishonor to you, da 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 da. You know, dishonor to your family. You know, same thing as the original. Now here's the here's where it got stupid. I was okay with that until her father starts yelling at her about not being what they considered a proper woman at that time. Uh-huh. You were the jackass who taught her all this stuff. <laughs> Like, and you knew this would be a problem. So why did you bother teaching it to her? And then all of a sudden, you want to get mad at her because she brought dishonor to the family. What? That is as bad. That, I haven't been so infuriated by a mixed message since Superman, Man of Steel. When the father kept telling him, oh, don't show your powers. Oh, what was we'll do? Let them die? Oh, I don't know, maybe. And then later on, you were sent here for a reason. You got, which one you want? Pick, pick. Pick a moral, you asshole. <laughs> Pick a fucking moral and stick to it. Stop trying to give mixed messages to your to to the to your character to the, to the other character and to the goddamn audience. Pick a fucking moral. Or if the or if you're trying to show that the world is gray, you actually need to play on it without fortifying yeah. either side. Yes, yes, you can have that. Yes, you're right. You can show that the world's gray and have a conversation explaining the world being gray without saying the world's being gray, but don't sit there and say, oh, you should do this, and then later yeah. on, no, you should do that. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> or, hey, yep, or, you know, have or be taught a certain way and then under a, cer- a certain circumstance, like, on, 
almost like Anakin, like if Anakin actually had to murder, actually had to murder Dooku to protect someone. Yeah. That's like, he, yeah, taught as a Jedi, you know, really subdue the enemy. You're not really out to destroy, you're there to protect. But if in the protection of people, you need to destroy this relentless foe, then, you know, it becomes kind of grayish. But it's due to the situation that, you know, the negative action is positive. Like, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes, the, makes a lot of sense that way. Not, do this. Well, I, no, no, no. Do well, this. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Yep. Do this. Pick. Mm-hmm. One must always balance on the right foot. Unless one is balancing on the left foot. <laughs> Why are you balancing on your left foot? Because you said balancing on the I said one must always balance on the right foot, but you said unless they balance on the left foot. Exactly. Like, it <laughs> makes no sense. So, of course, you know, the next day, the army comes in because it takes them a while to get to each village. So, you know, it makes sense. Hey. And they said, you know, the same thing. You need a male from each family, blah, blah, blah. He has no male, so he goes. And then they leave. And then he ends up stealing his armor and riding off while they're sleeping. This is my this is this is a serious problem right here. And this is why one this did not this is why this is why it didn't work. This woman looks nothing like a man. In the anime, they drew her a certain way that you can make her either gender. This in the live action movie, they picked this woman who is beautiful. But when she's supposed to be dressed like a man, she still looks like a beautiful woman. I Maybe she's seen a, a beautiful miscast. man. I have I have not seen a miscast for a character's physical appearance since Chloe Dejanet played Carrie. Because Chloe Dejanet is too hot to be Carrie. <laughs> Nobody's gonna pick on Chloe Chloe J, Chloe Grace Gannett. What the hell is her name? Chloe, what is her name? Chloe. You're asking the wrong one, Grace sir. Grace Jeanette. I think that's. I think that's it. I know she has a three name thing. No one's gonna mm-hmm. pick on her because she's too fucking hot. I don't care. I, I said that. I said that in the carry review. She could be covered in shit, and someone's gonna hit that because she's just a hot chick covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're going back. We're going to take it back and show our age and talk about she's all that. You can't take a hot chick, put her hair up, put her in glasses and some overalls with paint on them, and be like, she's an ugly nerd. Yes. No, she's not. <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, uh, I'm sure this. I'm sure this woman's a fabulous actor. I can't say her name because it's Y I Y I F E I. That's her first name. Lou. So I can't pronounce her name. She's a great actress. She was amazing in the role. I believed her as the character. But she looked nothing like a man. Nothing like a man. She could have she could have been bald and she would still look like a woman. That she has those type of facial features. So I was like, that was a miscast right there. Which brings us to when they get to the army and make a man out of you. Now, uh-huh. where they had to do the training. But I'm not going to ask you the question again. I like this because 
I'm not sure. I couldn't really tell if the music was the same music. It might have been. I couldn't tell. What I liked about it was it was a lot longer than the original one. And that's important for training montages. Like, I love, I love training montages. I love training montages. But the thing is, the problem with training montages is because they're cut together with the music and it goes by so fast, it seems like everything happens really quickly. Uh, it depends. Once again, it all the it all de- it all depends on how they play with it. Because if you can show subtle things like changes in appearance, i.e., hair length growth, changing of the seasons, stuff like that, you can actually still montage it and still give the effect of the length of time passing by. It's just that most people are lazy and they want specific action shots. Even and if they and if they are and if they are artsied up. They want specific action shots to whatever song is the montage song. But yeah, you those, those can be done right. Even without even even mm-hmm. with the uh, even if they do show the passing of time in the montage, don't step on my computer. Other way, other way. Okay, go by. Go. Go. Dog. I'm about to step on my computer and mess up my stuff. Even if they do show the passing of time, it still feels like it went by too fast. Like instead of like feeling like it was it was three months, it feels like it was a week. So that's no. why I like when <laughs> no. That's Once why again, if you show things, if you show the if you show the changing of the seasons, most people know well, that there's no, the seasons come in quarters. So if they show like from snow to spring, you know you train for months automatically even if it's like a five second flash it's understood <laughs> it's understood but the feeling i'm talking about the feeling like oh, well i can't feel well like i can't well passed. i can't talk i can't talk against your feeling so yeah, you don't continue feel like time has passed like you know time has passed but it doesn't feel like time has passed it feels like this was like within a couple of hours which is why, which is why, with Rocky, I actually liked. They did two training montages back to back, so it felt like a lot of time went by. Because he did the first one with diff- with one music, one set of music, and then Adrian came, and then he did the second one. So it felt like he was there for like half a year. Whereas most montages, they just do the one, and you know they're training for like months. But it feels like the feeling you get from it is like this is really fast. This happened really quickly. He got strong super fast. And that's not what they're going for, but that's how it feels because of because of the way your mind, because the way your mind interprets what you're seeing. If you're seeing something go by fast, it feels fast, as opposed to if you see something go by slow, it feels slow. You get what I'm saying? Well, right, well, right, right, right now, I believe you're doing a little bit of doing a little bit of analysis that's. Not 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 neither of our pay grades, but I get I, I I get what you're I get what you're hinting at. Yeah, so I actually like this. This was a really long montage. A lot of stuff happened during the training montage. There was cuts in between, and in fact, it was it was more of a training segment than a, a montage. Because even though they had the music at certain points, there were certain points where they were training, they didn't have the music, so it felt like they they had to be there for almost a year, which is how wars work. <laughs> you know? Uh, well, and, well and, I was ready to, and I was ready to say, 
along with other effects the same way you were saying like you know even if you know you use elements to show the passage of time that you know a character instantly powered up it that also goes into the montage if you show them like failing or say if someone was lifting weights and they just have like the weights on the on on the on the end of the, on the end of the bar and then by the time they end they have like five weights on each end but you can see them gradually putting on another one like still over time it's like there's a lot of elements that you can play with that to to help it along but not to mention what the actually i think what they what sounds like they did a great deal of cinematic trickery by having the montage go longer than the song Oh yeah, and that and that and that and that hush. No, I'm <laughs> agreeing that, with you. I'm saying, oh yeah, this I know, movie was almost two and a half hours. But that, but that's what, and and that, but that's what gave you the feeling, because everyone knows, you know, a montage is up there, and it kind of stops when the music stops. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's almost like hearing the hum of a microwave, and when the music stops, that's the bing at the end. It's done. But for the fact that that the, the montage would continue after the music cues end, that's what that's what gives you a further length, a, a further feeling of how long this is. Well, not to just, mention, not to mention, you said it's a long, it's actually long for a montage scene anyway. Just to be clear, so, I, I didn't mean like. I'm, yeah. I, just to be clear, I meant it yeah. like. Like the Rocky thing, like they would have the montage, they would stop, then they have another montage, they would stop, then they have another training montage. I meant it like that, not like, you know, they were still actually doing a montage and there's no music afterwards. <laughs> Just to be clear, what I'm saying. Then good, be clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, they would do a montage and then it would stop and something would happen and then do more training and then something would happen and it'd be more training and then something would happen. That's what I meant by it stop. It was, the music stops and the montage no. kept going. No, well, clip, yeah, clip, clip show. So it's not yeah. actually a true. It's not actually a true montage, as it's kind of clip showy. Eh, still a montage because it wasn't like each each training session they were doing different things. You know, not different same things thing, from the same. other thing. Like there was different things being done during that montage. Yeah. So what? <laughs> it was just you got a break. In be- it was just you got a break in between the montage. Nah, man, look, listen. A couple of breaks, actually. We're going to sit down and act... If you're going to sit here and act like you didn't see Dragon Ball Z and know a training montage is two characters throwing punches back and forth, and you think they just threw punches back and forth for months on end (laughs) and got stronger. (laughs) Like, come on. You know what a workout is. You know what training is. A boxer doesn't just sit there and throw punches. Rocky yeah, taught see, us that. That's the thing. You're used to that stuff. The general audience isn't. So they're not going to, they don't have the state of mind to sit there and say, okay, this actually takes place longer than they're actually showing. To them, what happened, that's just, just that fast. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is like for general consumption. And general consumption so don't have the same mindset as us. Listen, I'm by no means a road scholar. <laughs> I consider myself 
really quite average to maybe to, to maybe below to average, depending depending on how lazy I'm, I'm feeling mentally that day. There's a whole mental skill set I can't do, i.e., remember actors. I'm not good with phone numbers. Not awesome with dates. I can understand certain visual concepts. <laughs> but I digress. Continue. So, yeah, so, you know, the army finally gets called off. Oh, yeah, by the way, she doesn't... I forgot to mention this. The uh, guy she's, she's... The guy she... Her romance interest isn't the captain of the guard anymore. That's somebody else. He's just another soldier. Ooh. Yeah, they, they, they switched that out. Which well, is fine. Well, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, rem- well, remember... Remember, we legally turned that to rape now. <laughs> That's true. That you cannot, true. you cannot enter, you cannot enter romantic coupling with your subordinates. Yeah, that's true. So, mm-hmm. yep, change that. Yeah, that's changed. But that was fine. But, but yep, okay. So montage, and she's and she's falling for another soldier. So yeah, they go through the, they go through the, the same thing. They go, they get called to go to some area with that stuff. Fuck, I'm just calling the Huns. I'm tired of trying to remember the fucking Wookiees. The fucking Huns are at. <laughs> and I, love, I, love the, I love the fact you forgot it. I, I, until I, I you cursed the I name. Have, I have to look at the paper because it's a stupid name. But anyway, they go where the Huns is at. And they had the big fight. And before, uh, while they're having uh, the big Lord? fight. So, okay. So they go where the Huns at. They have the big fight. The leader of the Huns, he leaves. So Mulan chases after him. With a bunch of guys, all except two of those guys get killed, and those two guys run away. So it's just Mulan chasing them down, and then she ends up fighting the witch because, of course, she has to fight the witch. And they go through the whole "you're just like me" and they, "you're an outcast," they won't accept you, blah blah blah, yada yada mm-hmm. yada. Then she loses to the witch, and then discovers she has to be herself, you know, yada yada yada. But I did like the fact that they did play when she doing that part and she got back on a horse so and she was riding back to save the people they played same way they did it with um honor to us all they played um um what's the name of that song i'm hearing a melody in my head then sing it uh you want me to sing I no it's cocktail hour but it's not karaoke hour uh then that means you're, and that means you're not vibing enough Staring straight back at me. What was that song? Okay, what was the I'm name on. of that one? It's in the title's in the next line. Reflection, man. Oh, it was Reflection? That was the name of it? I kind of I used to skip past that song really. Like, oh, Walk Out the Room to go get something when that song came on my soundtrack. So I really didn't pay attention to it. That wasn't my favorite song. Be a Man was my favorite song. Yeah, that, 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 I'll admit that was mine. <laughs> Although that was the flagship song. Yeah, so they played that very low while she was mm-hmm. going back to save them. And it was cool. It looked cool. The visual was cool. Hearing it in the background gave me chills from nostalgia. I was like, all right, I like that. I like that. She didn't use the fireworks this time to cause the avalanche. Instead, she went over there. She took some, she took some helmets, put them up there, and started shooting at the Huns. They turned around and said, hey, enemies over there, and shot a cannonball, which caused an avalanche. Okay. Which, st- which still put pitted her in a good spot yeah. where 
She used intelligence that. over brute over brute strength. Right. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind. I, I yeah. prefer the I prefer the fireworks, but I didn't mind that it was the Huns knocking it, you know, that way. It was fun. No qualms there. I just like yep, the so, Ryu, so 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 Ryu and Ken threw Hadoukens <laughs> and made the avalanche on themselves. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh no, he was okay, there, his his subordinate, so I guess Guile. <laughs> through a sonic boom <laughs> and yeah the avalanche came flying down yeah I don't know how many times you thought you were going to say Ryu Ken and I was really going to be able to hold the street fighter joke <laughs> so yeah they find out she's a man because just because she decided to, to tell the truth <laughs> which because because she had to fight against the witch. The witch said they'll never accept her, yeah. so the witch is bad, so therefore, I'll prove her wrong, even though she's not here to see this. And she does the honorable thing, you can kill me if you want, but I'm, yeah, I'm a woman, and da-da-da. And they were like, well, you know what? You're expelled from the army, get out of here. If we see you again, you'll be executed. So she leaves, and then she finds out, I think she talked to the witch a second time? She did, she talked to the witch a second time and found out that the, the main leader of the Huns went to the Emperor while the rest of his men were over there. So she goes back to the army and she tells them that he's over there, yada, yada, yada. At first they're like, oh, why should I believe her? But then all her friends are like, she saved our lives. I believe her. I believe her too. Yep, I yep. believe her. Yep, mo- yep, movie beats. So he's like, all right, you know what? Lead us over to the capital. And here is where I really want to throw up my paper. I want to Roll, I want to throw my paper in the trash right now. But I still have a couple of notes. And the reason why is because I saw this coming when they did it. They tricked the emperor from leaving the capital. She, the woman, the witch, turns into some guy. I think it was his second in command or whatever, his advisor. She, she transforms into his advisor and says, Oh yeah, the leader of the Huns is over there. He challenges you to a one-on-one duel. The emperor goes over there. And as soon as I saw that, I said, they're going to fuck up the ending to this movie. <laughs> the minute he said, I will meet him on the battle, I will meet him over there, accept his challenge, I said, they're going to fuck up this movie. They're going to fuck up the ending so fucking hard that cum is going to come out of someone's nose. <laughs> Ew. So the Emperor leaves, and of course it's a trap. Well, yeah. Mulan and her people get there and they have to find the Emperor. Suddenly, the witch sees that they accepted Mulan decided to switch sides and tells her where the Emperor is. So she goes out to find the Emperor. Oh, you're making me so have to see this thing. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, of course the witch turns. She goes from heel. She does the heel turn to baby face and, and gets killed saving Mulan because the Hun tries to shoot her as she's coming. She goes, she saves the Emperor. How does she do it? She didn't use fireworks. She used the animality. She didn't use fireworks. I think he, they were hanging on something, and she cut the rope, and he died. He falls. But he's still alive. He's still alive. And I think he tried Paralyzed to Paralyzed with the waist down, but still a badass. There was so much going on with this ending. It was very... It's, it's hard to remember, because there was so many things. She lost her father's sword. That fell and got burned. She managed to get his sword... They was on this log, hang, this log hanging by a rope. She cuts the rope. He falls down. He tried to shoot an arrow. First of all, you can't shoot an arrow laying on the ground because you can't pull backwards. But anyway, shoots an arrow laying on the ground. The, imp- the emperor caught it 
and I think he threw it in the air, and Mulan kicked it down into the guy's chest. What? Yeah. Super combination finish! And they did this thing, they did this thing earlier when they were shooting at the Huns, and the leader, the boss, the boss leader catches it. So he goes to catch it, but he misses, and he dies. And I said, okay, they have a chance here. But you know what happens? There's no the fucking bow. They took the fucking bow out of the fucking movie. And I was completely done with the movie at that point. Because that was the most important. As soon as they moved it from yep. the capital to this random location, I knew they were going to fuck it up. Because that was the pivoting point of the movie. Because not only did the fucking emperor bow to her, the entire city bowed to her because they saw that yep. she saved the entire kingdom. That yep. was a major moment in the movie. And they took it out. Yep, so all the so all the melody sound bites in the background couldn't save that, huh? No, they literally <laughs> took it out. And I was just like, you just ruined this entire movie from what it used to be. This was a movie that was not only amazing, but ahead of its time and groundbreaking for animation. And you just threw that all in the garbage. So you can have your little fight on moving wood and hanging ropes and dumb shit. And this is like... <sighs> Dumbed down to an action flick. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, the well, movie it, itself it... isn't bad. It's just okay. And that's the problem. You have a great movie with two great morals. Two great morals. Be yourself, and you don't have to accept the role society gives you. To an okay movie with one okay moral, be yourself. It'll work out, maybe. And learn how to kick arrows. <laughs> so that was the live action move on. Would I recommend it? No. Was it bad? No. It was just okay. If this movie had came out before the animation, it'd be a different story. It'd probably be really, really good. But because the animation came out first, was much better done, had better morals, actually a little bit more believable to just an okay movie that has one simple moral and didn't even deliver what you said you wanted to do, which was make it a realistic live-action movie. A realistic, serious live-action movie. So... It's just okay. Well, that's yeah. usually the answer for most of these things. Can't tell you. I've that I've I've seen most of them. I think I stopped at the Lion King. Uh, all right. Let's see what's in the news today. Well, not today, but let's see what interesting stuff we have in the news. <clears throat> what's in the news? The date. Oh, let's start with this. I don't know if you heard about this, but New York Steam Filter Union head busted in bribery screen by feds. Apparently, along with what is it, along with ten other members, the tri-state, the New York Tri-State Trade Council president, James, I can't pronounce his name, Chad Hill, ran a bribery screen starting in October, starting in October 2018, with ten other members of the local 638 union to earn over a hundred thousand. Much of it through no. cash payment, according to the indictment by the Manhattan Federal Court. Like, what the fuck? Hey, times is hard. 
That was from 2018. Yeah, I mean, oh. well, I mean, your bribery scam is kind of garbage if you're only getting 50k a year, and then you got to break that up in about what? <laughs> it's one man and ten other people, so you got to break that in eleven ways. So yeah, you know, you're getting slightly less than 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 five than five k a year off this bribery scheme. Doesn't seem worth worth the risk, depending on your stature of employment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, you're right. Each one is five k a year. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, yeah, that's extra, that's extra money. But was that worth it? <laughs> yep. It's hey, didn't I didn't I mention earlier one of the subjects we'll be covering today is math. Look at me go. Child Hill's group of crooked and of crooked current and former union members committed the ultimate act of betrayal by urging employees not to hire union laborers in exchange for bribes, according to the indictment. Oh, <laughs> wow! He was caught That's... on a wiretape screwing over his members. That's, that's <laughs> next level bad. Telling everyone to go fuck themselves because if you become union, you have 12 fucking guys on your back. Wow. The 11 men face charges of racketeering conspiracy and honest service fraud conspiracy, which can carry a sentence up to 20 years in prison. If anybody oh, wants, wants to read more, wants to read more about this article, you can find it in the Daily News. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable! Uh, what else we got? Supergirl. This will be the final season of CW Supergirl, returning in two thousand one. Apparently, I have they didn't give any uh, specifics on why this will be the last season, but I have the feeling it's to uh, to replace it with um, uh, Superman and Lois, which will be premiering next next year as well so if you're a supergirl fan get ready to say goodbye but it lasted six seasons so that's not bad another familiar news so as uh they also mentioned what's the name is going to be leaving too supernatural after a 15 season run (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's going to be leaving soon uh and i say his will be the flash Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Batwoman, who will be recast. I don't know why what's her name left, but she just decided to leave. Um, I can't think of a name right now, but the one who's playing Batwoman. But she's going to be leaving, and they're going. I don't know how they're going to do it, but there's going to be a new Batwoman. And like I said, Lois and, and Superman and Lois will be premiering next year too. So yeah, I'm thinking Supergirl's leaving to replace that. They also still have in Star Girl. I don't know if Star Girl's coming back. I mean, it did pretty mm. well. It sounds like a mystery. I would read the rest of this, but we're running low on time. So, if anybody wants to know more about which shows are coming on CW and which shows are coming from uh, DC Network to the CW, you can Google Supergirl's final season and it should pop up at. Oh, The Hollywood Reporter. Look it up on The Hollywood Reporter. Moving right along. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf charged with battery and petty theft steaming from allegations in June. According to the Fox News, Shia LaBeouf was in court on one count of petty theft and battery for an alleged incident that occurred in July, or July of this year. Let's see what happens when you don't stay inside during coronavirus. Exactly. Currently, the home... 
The Honey Voice screenwriter was accused of willfully and unlawfully using force and violence against the man. Why does it say it occurred in July, but it was against the man on June 12th? Did he wait to press charges? Because if somebody whips my ass, I'm pressing charges right away. I'm not waiting until July 12th. I mean, yeah, I'm not waiting until July. I wait for the courts to open. I don't know. Continue. <laughs> the complaint further accuses the actor of stealing a hat believed to be... Whoa. Cute to do something funky. Believed to not be... Believed to not exceed a $950 value from the same man. So apparently, he beat this man... He beat this man and stole his hat, a $950 hat. Why? I, I don't know. I quit. Booth has been scheduled for arraignment for an arraignment hearing on November 19th, according to documents. Representative Booth did not immediately respond to Fox News' request for comment. I wouldn't comment to that either. Fuck. <laughs> it's, it's kind of embarrassing to sit there and say, yeah, I beat this man up for a $900 hat when you're a goddamn multimillionaire. Yep. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And they go on about his past stuff. That's all they say about that incident. They're just going about his past stuff. Well, I got good news for the people in Knoxville. That tiger sighting might have been, most likely, mistaken identity. Did you hear about this? I'm not even going to go into this, but okay. please continue. Let me tell you the story. So, apparently... Police were getting a report that there was a fucking tiger running around in Knoxville, right? Yep. So as un- this was more as than one. It was more than one, It was more than one report, right? So they start sending people out where people said they saw this fucking tiger. So this cop goes. The sheriff goes down there. He goes down to where did he go? I think he went by. I forgot. Oh, uh, it's in. It's, it's. I can't find it. But he goes to one of the rivers, right? And sure enough, he sees the fucking tiger. And he calls it in, and it runs off somewhere. <laughs> so that, anyway, so they report they're like, yeah, they're look up beyond all the lookout. It's tiger. It's it's animal sanctuary around here. They're like, it's not our tiger, but you know, if you find it, we'll take it in. So it's not this. So they call the zoo, and they're like, no, we got all our tigers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no one knows where the fucking tiger. This fucking tiger came from. That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> so. According to Wildlife, uh, what is it? According to the spokesperson for the Tennessee's Wildlife Resort Agency, the tiger was most likely a mistaken identity since there had been no more cases of its sighting. They think it might have been a bobcat. So, listen, so I don't know about this. Stripes. I don't know about this. Personally, I think somebody had a tiger. They fell asleep. That shit got out. They woke up. And they were scared to report it because it's fucking illegal to own a tiger. <laughs> Unless you're like registered as a, a zoo of some sort, whether it's private no, te- no, ten, No, technically you can in the course of Epic How To, but the steps needed to own a tiger, it's only legal in certain states and you need a, a myriad of expensive things. Yeah. But you, you anyway, to, it's reg- illegal. No, you have to register it as a zoo. It could be a private zoo, but it has to be registered as a zoo. You have to have a certain amount of land, and you have to go under the register. You don't have to have people come to your zoo, but you have to have a plethora of animals, and it has to be registered as a zoo. Because I had a friend in California. She didn't have people come to her place to see the animals, but she 
use those in her performances, educational performances. Because she said, yes, she has to register it as a zoo. That's the only way you can have. And you have to have more than one exotic animal. I think somebody <laughs> had this one tiger, fell asleep. He got out. Didn't want to record it because it's illegal. <laughs> and then when he heard on the news about the sightings, he went to one of those sightings and picked that bitch up and took it off. <laughs> but the people in Knoxville can rest safely knowing that there is no tiger long, no longer there is no tiger running around anymore around Knoxville Wild. So apparently there's been no sightings. I was expecting someone to find like a fucking dead deer or some shit because it was just looking for its next deal. For real. I'm like, mm. hey, there have been no sightings because the tiger is laying low. First heard about this story, I thought the tiger pulled a sick feed on his owner and then took off. <laughs> but now I think he just, the dude fell asleep and left the gate open. The tiger said, oh shit, I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler left for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. And he was like, ah, oh, shit. How do I, I can't report this. I'll get arrested. <laughs> and then went to all all the reported sightings until he found them. It was like, come on, Tyler, come on, Ty, uh, Jimmy, let's go home. <laughs> Tony. That was in there. I was yes, trying to think of Tony and Tiger. <laughs> you know, I was going to do a joke and say it was some guy running around a tiger suit throwing cornflakes on people's lawns. <laughs> Uh, there's a tiger take pictures they're great but that's it for today's show anything you need to plug before we out of here nope alright everyone for those of you in the tri-state area once again the Green Meadows I mean not Green Meadows Queens County Farm is open up until November 1st located at 7350 Little Net Parkway, Floral Park, New York. Aha, I was on point this time. <laughs> I shall be, I'm, you'll probably find me there on Saturdays and Sundays unless I have something important to do, like go to the dentist, which I need to do soon. As I said before, we have the corn maze, the midnight maze, the uh, pumpkin patch, the cider is there you can buy, and my good friend Ruben at the taco, East Coast Tacos. Whose truck will be sitting there, and he makes one hell of a taco. Just tell him Ty sent you, and he'll hook you up. You can watch my show on YouTube, where I review relatively old movies. I have some live streams on there where I play video games. Um, I review some. I also review video games, not just playing live, and TV shows, books, whatever I just feel like doing at the time. All right, say goodnight, Jay. Good night, Jay. Good night, everybody. See y'all later.